The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent. This program is intended for educational purposes. You're listening to Radio Azim Premji University. Hello and welcome to It's a Math, Math, Math World. We are travelling to Greece with Professor Devakaran. Hello, Professor. Hello. Hello, everyone. It's a Math, Math, Math World with Devakaran and Shraddha. Episode 3 A Greek Trajectory Hello to Greece, Greece from hundreds of years ago, the Greece that brings to mind art, ambition, war, gods, violence, beauty, architecture, geometry, philosophy, men in long flowy robes, all at once. A civilization known for its thinkers, thinkers who thought about all the mysteries of life. Including mathematics. Of course, mathematics. So today on this podcast, Professor Devakaran, help us understand what questions were the Greeks of that time asking? And why did these questions occur to them in the first place? So one of the things that they were interested in was measurement and which I think is the birth of geometry. Mm. So I think people around the world had begun measuring with some simple tools, Mm. namely a thread. I can already feel the presence of Euclid spirit in this studio. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but measurements was one of the things that fascinated uh, Greeks. Correct. And people were originally interested in in a very practical questions. Of course, once you start with practical questions, you cannot stop a curious mind. They right. will keep asking deeper and deeper questions and it will eventually go into abstract questions that do not have direct relations uh, relationship with everyday life. Right. And that's the beauty of mathematics, according to me. But the birth of these ideas is very much in the practical world. Right. So probably one of the things that people were interested originally were actually constructing shapes, either small objects like say boards or tables or something like that, or large objects like houses or temples or things like that. Hmm. In either case, you need to make precise measurements, make precise shapes, triangles, circles, squares, Hmm. etc., And for all of these things, you need measurement, you need geometry, you need all these ideas. So the fundamental questions that the Greeks were asking had to do with measurements. How do we measure something? Do you think this also has to do with the speed at which architecture was developing in Greece? Um, Very likely, because the Greek architecture, whatever we we know now, are fantastic. They had really good measurements and really good proportions. And very likely the two were related. It's... Very unclear whether what it's like the chicken and egg, right? Correct, what came correct. first? First, yeah, uh, because they found out how to measure, they built better, bigger things. Or, exactly. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> so right. these, many of these things are hard to answer. Like, yeah. But but it is clear that they were interested in measuring. They were interested in practical constructions. 
that is very clear to us right. and we have proofs of both we right. have the proof of the greek mathematics we have the proof of greek architecture and they are both phenomenal like the just a simple thread we can actually do everything that can be done using a scale and compass mm. but the greeks had more like stable objects like the scale and compass and they were interested in measuring using just a scale and compass and this is one of the primary obsessions of the greek uh, culture <laughs> right so now like, taking a step back what did they have and what were they trying to answer so they were trying to ask questions like what shapes or what lengths we can construct using a scale and compass they had a scale and they, they had, had a, a compass they had a scale and a compass okay. and now that they had these tools with them hmm. they were interested in asking what kind of structures or what kind of shapes can we construct including their lengths and things like that hmm. so for example the truth of many of these legends are unknown hmm. but the legend follows as, uh, as so once what happened in greek was that there was a severe drought and because of the severe drought they decided that they will go and talk to the oracle so oracle is somebody who will answer questions like right. so it's like the god comes into the oracle and the oracle can answer any question that you Correct. ask the oracle Correct. so the greeks went and asked the oracle okay what should we do to cure this drought okay that was the question that they were interested in asking so the oracle said you do one thing uh, you create an altar which had uh, which has which is twice the size of 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 the current altar so okay. they have an altar on which they pray huh. and this oracle said that you have to now create an altar which is double the size so now there is various ways of understanding this question hmm. right one way to understand is you make the length double hmm. and that is easy hmm. the greeks could easily do that and they did that hmm. but the drought did not stop So then they interpreted okay the oracle cannot be wrong hmm. therefore what we did should have been wrong hmm. so maybe the oracle did not mean double the length. length but actually double the volume of the altar or the area of the altar maybe that's what the oracle is asking us to do right. so the question is can we create an altar with double the volume hmm. so creating an altar with double the volume assuming it's a cube hmm. is basically same as finding cube root hmm. of 2 right hmm. so if you if you multiply the sides by cube root of 2 hmm. then the volume is multiplied by 2 ha huh. right right so because the volume of a cube is side cube right. so if the if the original altar had size 1 huh. and the new altar has side cube root of 2 then we will have a the, the altar will have volume which is equal to 2 which is cube of cube root of 2 yeah but but which means at this point in time they could actually calculate until this point ha huh. of course they did not tell cube root of 2 ah. right that was that is still probably not there so ah. they just asked maybe what the oracle is asking us to do is create an altar uh, whose volume is 2 that's all they asked so of course the idea of a cube root of 2 probably was not in their mind hmm. but the question can exist without knowing cube root of 2 okay two. just just uh, you know to, just to clarify to our listeners hmm? the shape of an altar is is, uh, is roughly a cube roughly a cube It's actually, I think, exactly a cube. It's like a. It's, it's a pedestal. It's a pedestal, yeah. and it's typically shaped as a cube. As a cube. Yes. So the first time what they did was they just made it longer. They made all sides double. Double. So you will get a, a altar which has which is volume eight times the original volume. Correct. Right. But that, but that did not work out. Hmm. So they were asking, okay, what did the oracle mean? Maybe hmm. the oracle means something meant something else. Hmm. 
so that was the kind of thing they were off they couldn't even imagine that the oracle could be wrong mm. so that is something that they couldn't think about mm. so they said okay probably we should we should figure out how to interpret it correctly the oracle only answers one one sentence one sentence yeah so now how to interpret that is up to you you have to interpret it uh, understand the correct meaning and make best of it and now i find myself wondering if generative ai behaved like an oracle and only answered in a single sentence and left everything to our interpretation Wow. So there were various there are various such instances and stories which let people to think what kind of numbers mm. can you construct using a scale and compass. So this is a question that that was natural to them. So the oracle said double the size of the altar. and the greeks thought okay if we increase the length of each side to twice the original length that should do it but it did not help and they inferred oh maybe what she said was double the volume but did the word volume exist in their vocabulary did they understand the concept of volume yes the area and volume was very much part of their vocabulary they knew what area is they knew what volume volume is, is. yes okay. they knew that Uh, of course many times the the they understood volume using some other techniques like say for example water or some liquid poured into it wine not water wine hmm. right like for example how do you say that two containers have the same volume if you can if you can transfer the water in one jar to the uh, water jar. in the other jar then they have the same volume, volume. and if it's exactly if, if the full in one jar is equal to the full in the other jar and they have equal volume. volume so sometimes the understanding might be just as crude as this, this yes. but they certainly had the notion of volume and area both but now they are stuck because they don't know how to double the volume exactly and this now spawned the question can we measure every length that there is to measure so the greeks there are three classical problems in greece hmm. one is this doubling the cube which we already discussed hmm. uh, then the thing is squaring the circle hmm. so here the uh, question is given a um, circle can you find a square hmm. which has exactly the same area as a circle let's say let's say the radius of the circle is 1 for simplicity ah. because it doesn't really matter then what's the area of the circle it's pi ha ah. So if I want to construct a, a square with the exact same area, hmm. then what should be the side of that pi. square? Root pi. Root pi. Correct. Sorry. Correct. Yes. So I need to construct the square with side root pi. So the question again is, can I construct a length root pi? That's the question. So hmm. this again, even squaring the circle, even though it's a question of area, it's actually a question about lengths. Hmm. the uh, earlier question about doubling the cube was actually a question about volume but that is also a question about lengths in wow. some sense wow wow okay right so these are all about what kind of lengths can you construct okay that is what's the third one the third question is given an angle can you trisect it so huh. the greek people knew how to bisect an angle and in fact we learn it in school how huh. to bisect, bisect an, an angle, angle. Yes. but they did not know how to trisect an angle and they wanted to understand if we can trisect an angle and these were questions the greeks had even before there was a standard unit of measurement yes May, maybe they had some standard but 
but the standard might not be as standard as our SI unit or even as accurate in all situations like exactly yeah because one guy would say okay this is the unit of measurement let us say this stick correct right so the height of this building is going to be 2750 sticks correct but that's his stick exactly right someone else can have their own stick or thread or rod or box or whatever right so basically everybody had their own standards at this point in time Correct. there was not even a standard unit of measurement Correct. but here the greeks are saying how to trisect an angle mm-hmm. right which seems like a very complicated problem <laughs> when you don't even have a meter centimeter inch sorted so that's i think that is where i think the greeks did in some sense are beyond a point they separated the practical and the abstract oh. it they had the understanding that the unit did not matter In fact that is the whole idea of similarity and things like that. Correct. Right? So when I say two triangles are similar what they are saying is okay this triangle has uh, length 5 cm 4 cm and 3 cm mm. that triangle has length 4 meters 5 meters and 3 meters. Correct. What's the big deal? Well, the one deal. is centimeter one is meter. meter. It's the same thing. All that is matter is what is one. Ah. The moment you choose one the difference between these two triangles these two similar triangles is that the one is different in these two similar triangles correct but that's the only difference, difference. and they had this understanding i think part of the reason is because the greeks lived in a like especially like i think that's also part of the reason it's fascinating right athens is such a small city hmm. and it has produced so many intellectuals hmm. in such a short span of time correct and because it's such a small city It, there is no nothing lost in translations right. but now we are a big world yeah if there is no standard it becomes difficult to talk to each other so that's the reason why standards are more important in current day because somebody from india will be talking to somebody from america for yes. instance yes. they have to understand each other correct and probably this will also be what i am going i am talking today might be heard by people 100 years down the yes. line i want to ensure that they also understand understand so i think these i think our uh, our need to be to be accessible across space and time is right. something that is making us uh, more obsessed with standards Hi, I'm Giri, and I'm Raghu. So Raghu is uh, 77, and I'm 67, and we've been following cricket like mad for the past 60 years. I I learned the English alphabet spelling Umrigar and Hazare and Mankar. Raghu saw his first cricket match in 1955. I saw my first cricket match in 1963. So the first test as an Indian team, which we played, was well before we got our independence in 1932. Governor Raja Maharaj Singh joins thousands of eager spectators. The whole story changed in 1961-62 tour because Nari contractor was felled by a bumper from that uh, dubious bowler called Charlie Ga- Griffith. Charlie Griffith, known as Charlie Chaka. So Charlie Griffith is struck again. By the time the 1980s began, the spin quartet had gone. Kapil had arrived and India had a pace attack for the first time in its cricket history. The inflection point is the 90s. 
Doordarshan would go say, can you please show this match? You now had people saying, can we host your match? The money started coming from there. Some of the most amazing things that have happened in the last decade, which includes women's cricket, media, analytics, and the way the game has changed in this last decade. In Well Caught by Raghu and Giri, hopefully you'll get a sense of how we must have fought and discussed and come together to write our books. Well Caught by Raghu and Giri. Enjoy the show. Coming soon, only on Radio Azeem Premji University. At this point now, they're wondering, all right, can we measure more complex lengths mm-hmm. and more complex uh, dimensions and more complex shapes? Mm-hmm. What answers did these questions lead to? Yes. So, and that's that's really what I, I think is the most interesting part here is. Mm-hmm. So, as I said, one is arbitrary. Now, the question is, once I can construct one, which other numbers can you construct? Mm. So, immediately it is easy to, uh, once you have one, it's easy to construct two, for instance. Mm. You have to, you take, you measure one and then do it twice. Twice. So, you will get two. Similarly, it's not not very difficult. If you play with a, a scale and compass, you will be easily able to construct one, uh, two, three, four, five and so on. So, basically all natural numbers are easy to construct. Now, the question to ask is, can I construct one by two? This again is something that we learned in school. Mm. So we learn how to bisect a side using compass and straight edge. But we can again ask, can I construct one by three? Mm. This is hard. This is much harder. Can I construct one by three is a harder question. But the Greeks proved that you can construct one by three also. Mm. More generally, the Greeks proved that you can construct any one by n. That is one by three, one by four, one by five, etc. All of those numbers can be constructed. Then they ask the question, okay, suppose I can construct two numbers, can I construct their sum? Hmm. This is intuitive. Hmm. Okay, this is intuitive because you take a line, measure the first distance, mark those two points, start from the second point, point. then again measure the second, second length from length. there. Correct. You get the sum of these two lengths. So that is kind of easy. Hmm. So the moment we can add two lengths, we can also subtract two lengths. Hmm. It's not nothing much difficult, much different. Can we multiply two lengths? That's another question that you can ask. This again is a little harder, but it is also possible using the base proportionality theorem, which said that the suppose you have uh, you have two similar triangles, then the ratio of their sides are proportional to each other. Hmm. So this is the basic idea behind this. Correct. So this idea was used to construct similar triangles, which will help us multiply two numbers. So, the similar triangles help us construct lengths that are product of two known numbers. Right. And this allowed us to construct. So, notice, recall that we already knew how, how to construct all natural numbers. We already knew how to construct all reciprocals of all natural numbers. So, M was, it was possible to construct M. It was possible to construct 1 by N. Hmm. And we can construct the product of these two. Hmm. Right. So, you can construct M into 1 by N, which is M by N. Hmm. So, in other words, we can construct all rational numbers. Right. Using 
compensate straight edge right and this is really a really a revelation right mm. and at this point they probably thought that okay this is all you can do right mm. we have we have constructed pretty much everything that we we can construct and in fact there are like there were fanatics like pythagoras who thought that these are the only numbers that existed hmm uh and what is ironic is that it is the same pythagoras's theorem which led to a number that is not a rational number right and there are legends which said that the person who first openly advocated for this irrational number was executed by the pythagoreans which is like a strange cult with very strange beliefs and things like that right so of these course these are mathematicians who got offended yes these are mathematicians but at the same time they are like cults they have like strange mystical beliefs including right. things like you cannot eat beans and stuff like that these are people mathematicians <laughs> who are offended <laughs> by the introduction of an irrational number exactly I think today we are having our own Pythagorean moment uh, when we see people who are offended by uh, genders that are not man or woman. Very similar, I think. They could also construct root two. See, that's what makes it even more. puzzling right ah. because root 2 came from pythagoras theorem mm. if you take a right angled isosceles triangle with the two sides having length 1 mm. then the hypotenuse has length uh, square root of 1 plus 1 Correct. which is square root of 2 2 so and that is an irrational number they knew that they proved that all of that they could do and in fact this might have come as a shock to pythagoras himself exactly who did not believe in irrational numbers so they could they his own theorem pythagoras's theorem showed the existence of this number but he was still reluctant to accept it that is what is makes makes it really surprising in some sense. okay here i wanted to ask you the fact that pythagoras was reluctant to accept something that his own theorem proved uh-huh. um uh, and i've also heard this against a legend that pythagoras actually traveled to india and probably was inspired of for the pythagoras theorem by what was already proved accepted in Ah. India by Indian mathematicians, and uh, probably at that time, root two wouldn't have puzzled Indian mathematicians as much as it puzzled Pythagoras. Possibly, possibly, possibly. So it is true that the Pythagoras theorem or versions of Pythagoras theorem existed in India. That that is true. That mm. is really true. Mm. Whether there is a connection, whether Pythagoras came to India or not, I don't know. Maybe mm. there is. uh may, maybe he came maybe he did not come okay. these are things that I, <laughs> okay. but it is true that indians had and not just indians actually to be honest several cultures had independently discovered pythagoras theorem ah so okay. in fact pythagoras theorem is the most fundamental aspect of geometry any civilization that has ever done geometry hmm. would have some version of pythagoras theorem, theorem. for that correct correct it's really the like the backbone of geometry right? right everything else comes from pythagoras theorem even the notion of how we find distance between two points comes from pythagoras theorem oh god yeah yeah so it's like really really deep and of course indians did a lot of geometry so indians had versions of pythagoras yeah theorem. but indians also got invaded and all our records were like set fire to <laughs> and i feel pythagoras had that advantage of being in greece and not being invaded enough for his <laughs> records to be burnt 
Actually, that is something that perhaps people don't appreciate enough. The Greek records were also all burnt. Oh, were they? In fact, the Greek records, how we know what Greek people knew is not from the Greek records, but from the Arab records. So what happened is that the Arabs, there was a particular... era of, of the Arab culture where Arab had the richest culture in the world hmm. but they were mostly what they were doing at that time is of course they did build upon it but the first immediate step that they did was they took knowledge from all across the world they knew hmm. which included Greek, Europe and uh, India and China and all of this they accumulated all the knowledges from everywhere hmm. and documented all of it and did they give credit to they gave complete credit to whoever that is so cool arabs have to be really respected for that that like, is so cool they they never said that this is our creation they always said this is this person's creation this is that person's creation and they documented all of these things and in fact the europe went into what is known as the dark age right and during that time anything any knowledge about the like greek knowledge was lost to europeans huh. but later it was rediscovered by, uh, because of the arabs yes oh this is so wonderful to know wow so it's it's not really that the the so it's, of course the greeks were brilliant uh, they discovered all these things right. but we would not have known that without arabs So Pythagoras found out that root 2 is reality. You yeah. can't escape from it and we can draw root 2 but probably we don't know what root 2 translates to in terms of a number really. Exactly. But part of the thing is this issue was not really did not bother them so much because this representation business was not something they were so bothered about. Bothered about. about yeah. We are bothered about how to represent it in decimal or something like right, that. Right, right. And we cannot like there is we cannot is is something that we all know right the it's a non terminating non repeating decimal expansion that you get Correct. when you try to uh, write uh, root 2 but they were not so bothered about it and they could not do it so so it's and that's part of the reason why there was a discomfort right it's a number they don't fully understand right uh, but can measure can draw yeah exactly the length so of there is wow something that makes you uncomfortable um so i do sympathize with pythagoras in that sense yeah and <laughs> and it's quite amazing because now that you think of it You cannot fully represent root two, but ask me to draw the length very easily. Exactly. I just have to draw a right angle triangle where the sides are one and one. Exactly. Wow. So, yeah. so the natural question is: Okay, what are all the lengths that you can construct using a composite straight? Correct. We know that the equation of a straight line is a linear equation of the form ax plus by is equal to c, c. something of Correct. that form. Uh, and the equation of a circle is something of the form x square plus y square is equal to r square. Hmm. Right? R is the radius of the circle. So now, what are we doing when we are finding the intersection of two lines? We are finding the common solutions to the two, two linear, linear equations. equations. Correct. When we are finding the intersection of two circles, we are finding the common solutions of the two quadratic, quadratic equations. equations. When we are finding the intersection of a line and a circle we are finding the common solutions of a linear equation and, and a, a quadratic, quadratic equation right now i can construct a quadratic equation with 
these natural numbers or integers as my coefficients. So, for example, I can take the quadratic equation x square is equal to 2. Hmm. And I can solve that and I get square root of 2. Hmm. But now I have already have square root of 2 with me. Hmm. Now I can construct the equation x square is equal to square root of 2. Hmm. So, I will get fourth root of 2 also. Hmm. Right? Okay. okay. <laughs> right? That's why. Now I have fourth root, two, I have, uh, fourth root of 2 I have constructed. Now we're getting very groovy. So, ah. <laughs> okay, now what if? What so, I, I put, okay. so, so I look at x square is equal to fourth root of 2. Huh. I can solve that also using the same technique. Huh. So because of that, I can construct eighth root of 2 also and hmm. so on. Hmm. So I can construct quite a bit of, it's hmm. not just square root that I can construct. Right. I can keep on doing one step after the other, after the other, after the other. So huh. you can do quite a bit of it. So I'm imagining a party where all these mathematicians have gotten together with the little pieces of whatever chalk or wood and saying, you know what, this is a square root of... Correct. Yeah, whether you got together, what do you have today? <laughs> Look at this chip of wood. <laughs> Cube root of two. <laughs> is that all you got? <laughs> Eighth root of two. <laughs> wow! So, so they could always do this. But as I said, you can only solve quadratic equations. You cannot solve cubic equations. Mm. So for instance, you cannot construct Cube root of 2 using compass and ruler. Yeah, because Pythagoras theorem had only gone as far as square root of 2. Exactly. So, geometry was really the benchmark. Exactly. Yeah, so if geometry has accepted a number, then that number was mainstream. Exactly. If you can construct a number, that's a, that's that's a, a mainstream that's number. That's a genuine number. That's a genuine number. Oh, <laughs> so the rite of passage was, can you draw that number? Exactly. If you draw it, then it's a number. I will, I, I will accept that number. Oh, yeah, so until not so long ago, movies were to our songs what geometry was to numbers in Greece. If a song was not in a movie, sorry, it's not playing on radio. To be a mainstream song, you better be in a movie. And to be a mainstream number, you better be in geometry. So these questions, the, there were like classical problems that the Greeks wanted to answer. Mm. And they asked very fundamental questions. They were unanswered for several centuries. Mm, okay. And actually these were properly answered only recently. A question that took centuries to answer, answer. is now understandable by somebody who has 12 standard level mathematics, mathematics and one year of hard work. What has enabled us to do this is the language of algebra. So when people say... For a lot of students, algebra is like really what, like why do we do this? So this is really why the algebra allows us to answer these age-old questions which has puzzled people for years and years and years. Not even years actually, centuries or millennia. Yeah, but also very frustrating if the Greeks were alive today to see for centuries we've been pondering about this and some <laughs> X and Y have entered the picture and just explained everything in a flash like that. Oh, yeah. Even though the questions that the Greeks were asking then mm -hmm. were being articulated and solved only years, centuries later, mm -hmm. with the questions that the Greeks had mm -hmm. and with the understanding that they had, mm -hmm. with these two, what were the Greeks able to achieve? So the Greeks were able to achieve a lot of things. For example, whatever could be done, mm. they proved that it can be done. But often their difficulty is when something actually could not be done. Mm. 
which we now know because we have a proof that it cannot be done they were a little stumped they did not have a clear idea of how to show that it did not that it cannot be done right <laughs> but i am also imagining there were probably mathematicians and architects who lost their life because they couldn't explain to the king why they cannot make this building yeah <laughs> probably what why can't you make this building no because we don't know how to like measure this and no 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 just chopped his head off <laughs> stupid mathematician because the king did not understand why and he could not explain why it cannot be done oh sad sad sometimes it's so important to also explain why something cannot be done of course the king also has to understand to be able to understand it even if you know how to explain it the king does not well, understand well that's a problem that prevails even today a lot of bosses and managers don't understand why something cannot be done in the given amount of time and then yeah So uh thanking Greeks for asking the right questions and thanking the Arabs for just being so cool as to uh, acknowledging the contributions of the different civilizations India and Greece. Uh in our next episode we are going to Japan. And we'll see how the Japanese found answers to their mathematical questions in the folds of paper. Stay tuned to it's a math 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 world. Make sure you check out the show notes where we share the show resources and acknowledgments and don't forget to subscribe or like our channel for future episodes. You're listening to Radio Azim Premji University. 